My mic is muted. I'm Jacob Payne. A little out of sorts, a little bit out of the, the process, but we're here for you this morning and glad to be with you for you this morning. What things you might have heard. I'm Jacob Payne. Maybe you heard me say that. Maybe you didn't because I was muted. But here's the deal. I'm going to present for you in moments yesterday's latest in information, current events, pop culture, and politics news. We are your go-to supplemental source for all these things. And we are here for you all day long, giving you new stories to engage in all day long. And a little bit of added context to every story we give to you. Eight stories in the queue for this Tuesday. Get ready for them as they are awesome. You said they're awesome and we're agreeing with you. Plus, we'll give you details how all we come about this whole thing here, how the stories are vetted, how the new stories come up to you, and um, some fun stuff at the end. So stick around for all that great stuff. Today is Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. Make sure you stop by our website. This is theconversationproject.com and email us at theconversationinbox, gmail.com so we can chit chat more about these things coming later. Here are eight stories, no particular order, although it did happen that this story at number one spot is the top story of the day. I didn't think it'd make it, but guess what? You guys care about jobs and for some reason care about Paramount Global, and Paramount Global is looking for a next round of layoffs coming off very soon. February, in fact, uh, Dateline, the, the newspaper, the website essentially that deals with a lot of industry stuff for entertainment, uh, saying that February is a date to look out for big layoffs for Paramount Global. Now, of course, Paramount owns CBS and, of course, Paramount Plus. So they're getting a lot more things back on the air, a lot more programming popping up, uh, which to be seen, but some things they've done in the past 14 months, uh, layoffs at CBS Studios, Showtime as well, and killing MTV News. Although one may say it may not be all that iconic anymore, it is an institution that people were kind of into and thinking that, you know, you got to give younger people news somehow. They didn't think so as well. One of the weird things about them is, of course, Paramount is owned essentially by a bunch of different global management brands, a bunch of different hedge funds, which tend to do these things. I know this personally, do you mean radio where hedge funds take over what's going on? Plus, cord cutting means less people watching the traditional shows on traditional television, even though they do battle back with things like streaming and, you know, Paramount Plus. The second story for this morning, headline reads, Fake Biden robocall urges New Hampshire voters to skip the primary. Today, today, today is the day for the New Hampshire primary. And here's the issue with the New Hampshire primary and for Joe Biden specifically. On the Republican side, all the names are already, uh, you know, printed on there. So Donald Trump's there, Nikki Haley's there, everybody there who is the dropped out of the race, you can vote for them. It doesn't really matter. The vote goes into the ether because they're not running for the president anymore. As far as for the Democrats, Dean Phillips, the person who's actually fighting against Donald Trump, I'm uh, sorry, fighting against Joe Biden to fight against Donald Trump. Also, Marion Williamson's on the ballot as well. JFK Jr. may be there as well, although he's independent, so you got that going forward. But Joe Biden, the actual incumbent who is supposed to be the nominee, more than likely, is not on the ballot because he made a deal to make South Carolina the first state for the first primary, which is why there was no, no Iowa and there shouldn't be a New Hampshire. New Hampshire says, no, we're first, we're doing it. And so this is a rogue primary, so Biden's not on the ballot. Guess what? People have to write his name down to make it work. So a lot of people, about 6% of people say they'll show up and write his name on the ballot. But a fake robocall said, don't worry about it. It's not really important. Don't show up. It's not going to make a difference. It kind of makes a difference, even if all the kerfuffle in politics makes these things make stupid differences. The third story, story we all know and love. Senator Tim Scott, the, sen the I guess the junior senator from South Carolina, who is was single, just like the senior senator from South Carolina all these years, 
can no longer go out to hang out with the boys or hang out with his other fellow singer, uh, you know, trolling for women because Tim Scott's getting hitched. He 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 proposed to the girlfriend. He proposed to the fiance, which is kind of odd to say, and she said yes. Yay. Proposed his girlfriend and he wanted to make sure that the day would not be disturbed by anything political. So after he got out of the race for running for president, he decided to propose to his girlfriend because being the president wasn't good enough for her. He had to maybe be vice president, which is where all the rumors are that because he's not married, he's not qualified to be vice president. Of all the things that can disqualify you, the marriage thing is probably the least thing out there. But perceptions. It is what it is. Tim Scott, of course, endorsed Donald Trump. He's now been endorsed by his girlfriend. And guess what? They're getting hitched. Yep, there it is. The proposal. All beautiful. They're getting hitched. For those of you guys who are just listening to the audio, a picture of Tim Scott on his knees uh, doing the thing on the beach in South Carolina. Uh, It looks beautiful. It looks great. I'm sure it was cold that day. Um, For people with the audio, they may be a bit awkward. For all of us. It actually is kind of awkward. Meanwhile, also awkward, Trump may testify in sex abuse defamation case. That's an awkward word. But the court has limited what he can say. Now, this is still up in arms, up up in battles. Up, we'll see what's going to happen kind of up in the air because he was supposed to testify yesterday. Remember, Trump doesn't have to show up for court. He should have been in New Hampshire preparing for the primary, and that's why he wanted to kind of do it yesterday. Uh, but court was adjourned for some sick jurors. Court may adjourn, may come back on the session today, but they may skip another day. That way he can be in New Hampshire. We shall see what happens. Although, like we said, landslide, 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 pretty much done for everybody who's not Donald Trump as a GOP member and everybody just in general, seemingly. So let's get into some real dirt right here with a story that's number five in the headlines. The headline reads, Fulton County DA Fonnie Wilson seeks to squash subpoena amid allegations of a proper relationship. The proper relationship happens to be uh, prosecutor Nathan Wade, who works for Fonnie Willis, is getting divorced, has gotten a divorce, and essentially had a possible affair with Fonnie Willis. And the weirder thing is spending public money to take her on trips. Now, the public money isn't so much like he just went to the coffers to pull some stacks of hundreds out of the bills. Essentially, he's being said he's being overpaid for what he's doing and he's not qualified to do it. And he's sleeping with his boss. So with that, Fonnie Willis is being called in to do a deposition to be subpoenaed about the actual divorce, which is causing issues for the case for her prosecuting Trump for, you know, that stuff he did in Georgia. This is a big mess. This is a big kerfuffle. This is really salacious. And it's been an int- more interesting story if the underlying details of it weren't, you know, so dire to the fate of our nation and democracy. Yet, it's still a pretty interesting story because people who are living in glass houses, yada, yada, yada. People who should be at the top of their game, yada, yada, yada. People who really need to know that if they're the defenders of stuff, you need to stop doing stupid stuff because this is stupid stuff. I don't care about your personal life. Just keep your personal life out of the public business, which obviously we got issues here. And number six this morning, headline reads, jury selection begins in trial of two men accused in murder of Run DMC's Jam Master J. Washington um, and Jordan, two people who were uh, allegedly 
killed Jam Master J, uh, pointed a firearm at one individual and then shot him in the head, killing him, that being um, Jam Master J. Um, They're being charged on murder and drug offenses after the death. Police never covered the motive for Jam Master J's killing, other than he came outside the studio after a session and guys tried to rob him. Uh, killing was related to acquisition of cocaine by Washington Jordan, a bad drug deal. Not that Jay was selling drugs, but he was sort of in the way, in the volation, in the place. And that is why we no longer have Jam Master Jay as part of Run DMC. We will see as jury selection comes on this one and how fast we'll get a resolution to this case. Story at number seven for this morning. Gaza hostages' relatives burst into Israel parliament, call for actions mount. Those actions are being called by the hostage families. As one of the biggest issues with the people who are holding the hostages, those are the Israelis pulled on October the 7th, is the fact that the people who are negotiating for them are the Qataris, are in Qatar. The people that they actually belong to, as in natives of, just want to pound down on the folks in Gaza. Literally, it just seems like that. We're not going to get into the whole genocide and human rights and stuff like that because there, there are there are some things to say on both sides. This is one where both sides really are screwing it up pretty badly. However, the fact that the Israelis are not really actively trying to get the hostage back and actually doing a pretty poor job of beating down uh, Hamas in the process are two false things. Part of it is no one likes their leader. No one likes their leader. Part of it is the leader tends to be pretty incompetent. That's me saying it, but other folks as well. And part of it is their leader is, uh, you know, should be in, on trial for corruption right now. Kind of like another leader we have, but somehow, some way it works itself out. What we're seeing is that many relatives of the palace, of the, of the really, uh, that was really that have been captured burst into parliament one day to just do a mass protest about 20 relatives came in there on a loud day uh, to protest the october 7th um, attacks number one the fact that their family members still being hostage and the number eight story for this morning teen stanley cup collection says her parents spent 30 day 3k three thousand dollars on 67 quenchers a collector of Stanley Cups. Now, the first time the story came out about the in Target where people went rushing for the Stanley Cup, I was like, is like Lord Stanley Cup actually at Target? What the hell is going on? But apparently, these things are a big deal. I mean, we thought, I thought Yeti Cups were a big deal as people were flexing with the Yeti on everything they have. But the Stanley Cup, which is essentially another version of a insulated cup, is a big deal. It's a collectible. I mean, this girl has 67 of them and she only has one mouth. But Amelia Avad uh, from Birmingham, Alabama says her parents have spent over $30,000 buying every Stanley Cup on the market. She has the collection. She will own the Stanley Cup Museum, even if it's not Lord Stanley Cup. There you go. It's hot among everybody. Teens, college kids, moms, dads, dudes. And the thing is, uh, kind of the funny thing about this is that you've seen some of the memes about guys with their Stanley Cups that they've had for forever uh, because, you know, they you know drink out of them on the work site and now, you know, Karens in the world are taking over the Stanley Cup bridge. It is a thing. In our apologies, errors, and omissions, we had some clicks that were off. We had some slow things going on. We had a long day last night, so it was kind of rough to get in there. Plus, our robot editors of choice is a little slower than the other one. The AI in the newer one is getting a little buggy, so we're going to the older one. Some of the editing not quite as task. But here's a story that we want to drop in there that may come back to haunt us. In fact, it will come back to haunt us in a bit. Elon Musk visits Auschwitz after uproar over anti-Semitic messages on X because basically Elon Musk is 
proven to be pro-Nazi uh, folks in Germany wanted him to come and kind of see what was going on out there. So he went and visited the Auschwitz uh, concentration camp, uh, Auschwitz-Birkenau death camp, if you will, the full name of it, uh, to see what happened. I got a chance when I was a teenager living in Germany to visit uh, two of the, the concentration camps. And let me tell you, it's very quiet at the concentration camps, but it's like a silence that is overwhelmingly just deafening with noise. It's crazy just the feel of these places. And hopefully Mr. Musk learned something from here. Chances are he didn't. As I say, Musk will come back in some fortune here in this broadcast. Let's talk about our teaser story for this morning. This is a story that we could talk about tomorrow if you deem it worthy of the chit chat. And it's very simple. You go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash this is Conversation Project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation. TH underscore conversation. Yeah, that's it. Or X because that's what it's technically called these days. And you just look for our stories that are popping up every 50 minutes or so in the feeds and engage in them as need be. Like them, love them, hate them, share them. Whatever the platform allows you to do. Of course, Twitter, you can share. You can just click the little heart thing. You can't really hate, but that's how you show hate with the love of a heart, I guess. You can go there and you follow the feeds and see what's going on and tell us what stories to talk about. We pick our stories from what you do in engagement. This morning, the eight stories we picked were from the top 15 stories based on your engagement. Same for the rest of the week. Monday, we do 10 stories from top 30 stories of the weekend. So you tell us what to talk about. Oh, what's the story we could talk about? Well, that's a pretty simple one. The headline for today's teaser reads, Nikki Haley wins Dixville Notch, New Hampshire's Midnight Primary Vote. This will probably be the only time we actually get a chance to bring this up. But Dixville Notch, one of the weird quirkiness of New Hampshire coming right after Iowa is they have voting at some places at midnight. And so the midnight poll, the midnight poll opens Dixville Notch and all six people who are registered to vote there voted for Nikki Haley. Once again, Nikki Haley wins at least one county, one place, one polling location. We'll see how bad a landslide will be for the rest of them. Now, let's talk about our sponsor we're going to highlight for the day, and that happens to be Flowers Fast. Flowers Fast is a sponsor we want you to keep in your back pocket because you never know when you need flowers and when you need them fast. They will hook you up with uh, the best selections connected to FTD florists around the nation. And the biggest thing about them is if you get an order in early using Flowers Fast, chances are an early morning edition will get you a late morning or late afternoon delivery of a flower across the nation because FTD flowers fast use our link to help us stay up and going uh, the conversation project.com slash flowers fast this is the conversation project.com slash flower fast say it properly this is the conversation project.com slash flowers fast don't say it so fast if you use this link it's an affiliate link so we get a small commission for what you buy from them and it's not just flowers bouquets they have chocolates they have candies they have summer sausage Check out what they have and the offer to you and how you get fashion into the folks. And if you have something where you know you've messed up and you need to get something someone quickly, maybe it's just across town, use Flowers Fast to get a fast delivery and help your brother out here at The Conversation Project. About The Conversation Project, we live online at this is conversationproject.com. You go to our website. We ask you to check it out because we're needing you to do a couple things. Lots of calls to action, so here are a few that you can try out. Try one or two. They'll be great. We've already talked about the feeds, Facebook and Twitter. Look for the stories. We've talked about the email address. Email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com so we know we, what to do about stuff. You can also stop our website and find out where we are and how to subscribe to other venues, where we are on Facebook, where we are on TikTok, where we are in our newsletter so you can just get the words and not the voice or the face. 
and how you can subscribe to really subscribe to be a partner with us here at the conversation project all that is found at our website this is a conversation project.com let's wrap it up on the day for this tuesday to get into the fun stuff for today fun stuff happens and always begins with birthdays because birthdays are the funnest of the fun stuff we have birthday wishes going out on this 23rd of january to marishka Hartigay, who you may know Hargitay, say it properly Let's put some right respect on her name because she's big right now law and order svu is on maybe season 23 25 30 800 i'm not quite sure but right now i believe it is the longest running law and order if the new updated law and orders isn't coming back to like overtake it but this one's been on a solid 20 25 years of nothing but um uh, marshiska hard good day you know throwing people into cars and throwing them off of roofs no that's the other guy i'm sorry uh, i'm uh, just law and order stuff going on she is 60 years old on today Still getting it very much done with the crew and, of course, hooking up with her former partner on his new show because they're all connected. They're all connected. Also, birthday wishes out to Tiffany Thiessen, who is 50, no longer Amber. There you go. And Richard Dean Anderson, the granddaddy of them all, the MacGyver, the MacGyver. He's 74 years old on this day. For our history lesson, we're going all the way to 2018, and other things are actually more interesting, more historic, more poignant for our lifetime. But this is one that we just could not pass up. In 2018, on this day, 12 camels were disqualified from the King Abdulaziz Camel Beauty Contest in Saudi Arabia after their owners used Botox on their lips. Yes, there's a camel beauty contest in Saudi Arabia. And yes, you can get caught for cheating because Botox is not just for dudes who want to um, have their crow's feet gone anymore or old ladies who want to look like they're from the housewives who aren't actually housewives. It's for camels as well. Today we celebrate Speak Up and Succeed Day. And this is a day where it's a day to be conscious about, you know, where your standing is. Today is the day you should try to see where you are and speak up and learn to do more and succeed. Give it a shot. Do tell your employer what some things you're doing good about the, about the job and how to be better and succeed at your job or in relationships. Speak up and succeed day is today. I told you Musk would be back, so he's back, but back sort of in the behind the scenes. Elon Musk has extended an offer to um, Mr. Beast to be on the X platform, and Mr. Beast is throwing content, a big chunk of it, to X to see how it works. He also has pledged to say his numbers, how he's doing in revenue specifically on X to see you know, if it's worth the effort. Here's the question. Will Mr. Beast's content bring the numbers back to X because people have left Will Mr. Beast bring people to X or back to X? Because the average X person is kind of older. The average Mr. Beast watcher is not as old. So we'll see if they'll flood the coffers of young, coffers of young people. And if, the most important thing, they stick around. Will Mr. Beast's content bring numbers back to X? Go to our website and click on the link to do in today's poll. And let us know how this thing goes. This, the answers to our questions, the responses to our polls, helps us pick out what stories to place inside of all of our properties. So this helps out as well. So check it out. Plus, just give us something else to talk about. So check out how Jimmy's doing on X because he's going to let you know. Let us know if you think it's going to make a difference. My vote happens to be no. But I don't watch Mr. Beast. and I'm old and, and kind of crusty, and that's just how I am. Today, as I record this, is January 23rd, 2024. Thank you for being a part of the show with the Conversation Project. I am Jay Cleveland Payne. Stay limber. Stay 
hydrated, stay on task for all the grand things you're here to do. Follow us on the feeds, check us out on our website, consider being a partner, and have a grand spanking grand day for your Tuesday. We'll do this again once you tell us what words to put in my mouth for tomorrow for another edition of Things You Might Not Have Heard. <laughs>